So our mindsets are just like glasses. There are mental lenses that shape how we view the world. And we've been wearing these mental lenses our whole lives. So we largely haven't been conscious of them. Hey what's up? My name is Sagi Schreiber. I am a designer and entrepreneur and the host of this show. If you're constantly trying to improve your mindset, then this show is for you. Today I have Professor Ryan Godfredson on the show. Ryan is a cutting-edge leadership and mindset coach that helps entrepreneurs and organizational leaders to identify their current mindsets and then shape them to become the next version of themselves. But that's only his side hustle. Ryan is actually a leadership and management professor at the Mihailo College of Business and Economics at California State University. This has been fairly brief but amazing conversation and I really enjoyed it. So one of the things that I really enjoy with Ryan is the discuss, basically discussing with him like the four pillars of mindset that we all need to know about and asking him how to transform ourselves and others towards a better mindset as well. I enjoyed the discussion so much that I actually um, had to invite Ryan for part two. So it will be coming out soon. In the meanwhile, watch out um, for anything Ryan is doing. He's amazing and enjoy the show, everyone. Let's begin. Yo, 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 what's up, creative entrepreneurs? Sagi here, and welcome to the Creative Preneur Show, the podcast where digital creatives share their stories on how they've instilled greatness into their own lives and the lives of others. Where we discuss strategies for online businesses, personal branding, mindset, design, digital marketing, storytelling, high achievement, and so much more. Everything we need in order to build our influence, our brand, and our businesses in order to build a life of impact. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the show. And uh, Ryan, great to have you here, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I've been looking forward to our conversation. Dude, definitely. Me too. And so uh, just to anybody who doesn't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the story of how uh, we connected because it's, I think it's pretty awesome. So you have this um, lady helping, with you, helping you with like getting on other people's podcasts by sending emails to people with relevant uh, shows. And I got an email like that. And like usually most people who have podcasts are used to these kind of emails that like, do you want, like, can I, can we suggest this and this person to be on the show? And uh, usually those emails are not so relevant. And if they are, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, you know, usually pick people for your show and don't like, you know, but this was an email which was very intriguing. And I saw it, it held a link to a personal mindset assessment. So I went in and I took the assessment. It was like a full on quiz where like it asked you about like your mindset and stuff. And you feel out like, kind of like a, uh, this quiz. And at the end, it, it totally gives you a full analysis of like your specific mindset. And it was amazing, man. Like, so um, I said, I got to have Ryan on the show. And so thank you for that, first of all. And, no, for sure. Yeah, thank you. That means a lot. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and, and we will link to that uh, in the show notes, for sure. So uh, we will link to it in the show notes. And so Ryan, you are a mindset coach. You coach leaders on how to improve their mindset and uh, get to... A level of success basically get them to the next level of themselves so can you tell me a bit about that like what's the process of taking anyone and bringing them to the next level yeah so i i love talking about mindsets obviously and here's the premise that i operate under is that our mindsets are foundational to everything that we do right so i think if we i think everybody we're we're gunning for success but there's multiple layers below success. And I don't know about you, but if I want to, if I've got a problem or a limitation, I'm gonna be most successful if I get to the root of that problem or limitation. And so when it comes to our ultimate success, 
um, there, as I mentioned, there's different levels. So the level below success is our behaviors. So in a, stated differently, how we behave determines our success. But, and I think that that's about where 90% of the people focus is this connection between behaviors and success. But there's still some levels deeper than that. The next level down is how we think about our world. So the basic idea is how we think about our world determines our behaviors. So for example, if we think we could be successful as an entrepreneur, we're gonna start a business. But if we don't think we're gonna be successful, then we won't engage in the behaviors of starting the business. Right. And so that's the next level down. And, and I'm gonna guess about 9% of people are at that level. And then there's only, what's that? 9% of people? Yeah, 9% of people. So we got 90% of people that are focused on this relationship between behaviors and success. We got 9% of people that focus on the level of thinking, how they think about their world, determines their behaviors, their behaviors determine their success. Uh -huh. But there's 1% of us that focuses on the level below our thinking. And that's how we see and interpret our world. So how we see and interpret our world shapes how we think about it. Mm -hmm. Let me give you a couple examples of this. So one of the things, one of the, I, I'm a professor at Cal State Fullerton, is one of the, my, my main job. And then I, I do consulting and training and coaching on the side. And one of the questions that I ask my students on the first day of every semester is, and this comes from a book uh, by Brene Brown called Rising Strong. And the question is, do you think in general that people are doing the best that they can? Hmm. And, and what I get, and I have people actually stand up and go to one side of the room or the other, depending on whether it's a yes or a no. And I get 90% of my students that go to the side of the room that says, no, people in general are not doing the best that they can. And then I've got 10% of people that are saying, yeah, people are doing the best that they can. Yeah. But the, and as we dive into this, we come to realize that how we view others, whether or not they're doing the best or not, shapes how we think about them and then how we behave towards them. So if we don't think that people are doing the best that we can, we have a tendency to be really critical. And in fact, Brene Brown um, in her research has found that those who don't think that others are doing the best that they can, they struggle with perfectionism and shame. But those that see others as doing their best, they're much more sympathetic, much more empathetic, much more caring, much more willing to help others. So what this gets down to is how we see our world, again, shapes how we think, how we, be, how we behave, and therefore how successful we are. So at, really, again, mindsets are foundational to everything that we do. So if we can awaken to our mindsets, we could start to, to address the problems or issues that may be holding us back or much, maybe leading us to feel stuck. And, and so that's why I love focusing on mindsets because, again, it's foundational to everything that we do. Got it. All right, cool. So I think in terms of like – people thinking they are doing the best i guess it's most of the times i mean like it, this community the people here in this community are people that are entrepreneurs or people that are into self-development so they, they probably heard about like you know how like the, they know they need to improve their mindset they're like aware of the problem and they, I guess most of the people read books where, maybe I'm totally wrong here, but I read so many books that talk about this and I'm like, it's totally one of the things I believe, I bet everybody believes as well. It's like people, whatever people think, 
like they're right. Like if they think they can't, they can't. If they think they can, they can't, right? Yeah. Um, and I know that you have a quote, and I love that quote when I heard you um, say it on, on an interview uh, you were on when I was doing the research here. So it, it, it said, you said, we think that the way we think is the right way to think. And yep. it, it's just that. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. But my question to you is this. Like, so one of the things I've been working on besides myself is also thinking about how do you take people as leaders, right? We are leaders. We want to influence others. We want to help others succeed. Like that's what I'm doing also like as a coach. That's what you're doing as a coach. But so how do you take others that have mindsets which are the fixed mindset and mindsets that are really hard to work with and change that? Because like, like some people with a fixed mindset, I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm finding it really hard to get them past themselves. And it's like, no matter what I try, like, and I'm, I'm saying to myself, maybe, maybe, you know, it's not enough being a coach, you know, you should be a, sh- a shrink or something. I, I don't know. What do yeah, no, for sure. So one of the things that I recognize is that you're wearing glasses, right? So I guess uh, my guess is you wear glasses con- pretty consistently. Uh, so when you wear your glasses throughout your day, do you lose consciousness of the fact that they're on your head? Of course. Right? So if we wear glasses throughout our day, we're going to lose consciousness of the fact that, we're, that they're there. And we're going to lose consciousness of the fact that they're shaping how we see our world. Mm-hmm. But if we could become conscious of that, then it's like, oh, I'm wearing glasses here. So if your glasses get foggy, then, then or, or you got a fingerprint or you recognize a fingerprint on your glasses, all you have to do is take it off, you know, clean it off and put them back on again. So our mindsets are just like glasses. There are mental lenses that shape how we view the world. And we've been wearing these mental lenses our whole lives. So we largely haven't been conscious of them. And and so if we could be, and and they're causing us to see the world usually in imperfect ways. And that is preventing us from seeing the world in a better way and being more successful. And so if we could become conscious of these lenses, then it empowers us to be able to uh, oh, I'm wearing glasses. Let me take them off and let me put yeah. new ones on again. So at, at the surface level, that's kind of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But where it really gets interesting is when, when essentially we can get into the cognitive psychology uh, behind our mindsets. Mm-hmm. Because really what our mindsets are is they're neural connections within our brain that cause us that, that fire more rapidly than other neural connections. Yeah. So let me, let me give you an example of this. So some people, and you, you brought up the idea of fixed and growth mindsets. These are probably the two most popular mindsets and most well-known mindsets. So when we have a fixed mindset, we see challenges and failure as things to avoid. Mm-hmm. When we have a growth mindset, we see challenges and failures as opportunities to learn and grow. Yeah. And so each of us can see challenges in, in either perspective. But we've got our mindsets mean that if we see challenge and failure as things to avoid, that the neural connection associated with that is stronger than the neural connection associated with seeing challenges and failure as opportunities to learn. And because that neural connection is stronger, it fires more rapidly. Mm -hmm. And therefore, that becomes our, our automatic reaction to seeing challenge and failure. It's not that we can't see it as opportunities to learn and grow. It's just that that's that second nature to us. That's not our first nature. Right. And so if we want to shift our mindsets, 
really what we've got to do is we've got to change the neural connections in our brain. And the, the awesome thing about this is all of the research on mindsets says that we can, we can shift these neural connections in, uh, by writing two paragraphs, by watching a three-minute video, by engaging in a 15-minute training. And these interventions have effects that last two to four weeks down the road. And so two what this means weeks. is, yeah, two to four weeks. Huh. And so if we, if we want to shift from a negative mindset to a positive mindset, we've got to engage in, in these positive interventions repeated over time. Okay. And as we do that, we're actually changing the wiring in our brain. So, so that's we... kind of the basic idea. Yeah. So I, I mean, it makes total sense. And when I'm thinking about like, you know, one of my coaching clients who's having a very hard time getting past herself, um, she's, she's just having a hard time. And I'm really trying to help her get the past, past the idea that, you know, she's not, she doesn't know why, but she can't get past herself. That's like, she's conscious. She can get past herself. We talked about the mindset thing. We're ta- like, I gave her a boost of motivation and, you know, like, um, like a way to think more clearly, but then again, like a week later, we talk and she's back at the same place. Or we try changing habits. So I, I told her like, all right, let's, let's do something with habits. Like what are the three habits that you need to have in place in order to have the success you want in life? And, and based on our vision, we took and created a, a three habits. And I said, great. So now there's three habits. You're going to be saying you're going to do, you're going to do. And that's what going, what's going to create a, a, a better version of yourself. Let's do that and send me a picture every day of you like, you know, in the last activity. And then after three days, she quit again. Like, so it's like, it, it's just hard. I know how hard it is for people to get past themselves. For me as well, by the way, I'm finding it hard for myself to get to my next level. I bet everybody is. Yeah. So how can we take those people and really, maybe what are the inter- interventions that they actually need? Yeah. So one of the things that I want to point out is I, I kind of talked about this pyramid, right? So that we got success at the top and then we got behaviors, thinking, and our mindsets below that. And so when we talk about changing habits as a way to, sh- to change our success, really we're focused on that behavior level. Mm-hmm. But as we shift behaviors forward, but our mindsets stay the same, our mindsets will continually resist that change. And so that's, that's what's going on. And so a much better approach, again, is to start at the foundation, push the mindsets forward. As we do that, our thinking will naturally follow. So will our behaviors and so will our success. And so how we go about doing this is, and I think we have a tendency to make it more difficult than what it really is. Is English your native language? Um, it's actually Hebrew, but I'm, I'm also like English speaking. I guess. Okay. So you have experience picking up more than one language, right? Mm-hmm. And if we want to learn how to count to 10 and become fluent in counting to 10 in a different language, do you see that as an insurmountable task? No, it's pretty easy, I guess. Yeah. Right. So shifting our mindsets, I think is a lot like becoming fluent in counting to 10 in a different language. It's not necessarily going to be the easiest thing in the world, but at the same time, it's not insurmountable, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's elements of learning how to count to 10 in a different language that are, are very similar to shifting our mindsets. So the first step when it comes to learning how to count to 10 in a different language is we've got to learn the words associated with the numbers. In other words, we've got to put labels on these things. Yeah. That's the first step with mindsets. 
because I think, as you mentioned, I think everybody understands that mindsets are really important. But then as I go around and I talk to different groups or do different trainings with organizations, I ask them, well, what mindsets do you need to have to be successful? And then they give me crickets. It's nothing. And so that's where, that's where I feel like I, I'm trying to add value to people's lives is I want to give them the labels for mindsets because as a academic, I, I was stumbling across all of this research about mindsets and seeing how, uh, how they were driving uh, so many positive outcomes that it led me to ask the question, well, what mindsets do I need to have? Right. And so as I dug into the, the academic literature, what I found is that mindsets have been studied for over 30 years in various disciplines like psychology, marketing, management, and education. Right. And each of these different disciplines have identified specific mindsets, but they largely haven't been talking to each other. So these have been studied uh, in isolation. Right. And so what I've done in, in terms of my research is I've just brought these together and created a framework. Um, and so the framework that I, I primarily operate with is four different sets of mindsets. Each of these different sets of mindsets range on a continuum from negative to positive, uh, which suggests that we ourselves fall, our mindsets fall somewhere along these continuums. Mm -hmm. And so if we can awaken to these specific mindsets, identify where we are on these continuums, now we can get some clarity about where we are and where we need to go. And then we start to take the action to improve them. So the, this first step is learning the language of mindsets. Which, what mindsets do I need to have? Where am I at? And where do I need to go? Once we get that, that's kind of like learning the words associated with the numbers. And then after we learn those words, then just on a regular basis, we need to practice that. And it's yeah. not... You know, it could be a daily basis every other day, but it's maybe 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Yeah. And over the course of a month or two, now we've become fluent in counting to 10 in a different language. Right. And, and that's really what needs to happen for us with our mindsets. Again, we need to learn the language, put some labels on these, evaluate ourselves, and then engage in regular interventions to shift our mindsets. Got it. And that makes all sense. So can you give us the, basically the, the, the four mindsets and kind of talk about those for a sec? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's dive into those. So right. the first set that I focus on is fixed and growth. So we mentioned this a little bit earlier. So right. to dive into it a little bit deeper is when we have a fixed mindset, we believe that we and others cannot change our talents, abilities, and intelligence. But when we have a growth mindset, we do believe that we can change our talents, abilities, and intelligence. And the way, reason why this is so important is because when we don't believe that we could change our talents, abilities, and intelligence, and we fail, we're left to interpret that failure as though we are failures. Mm -hmm. And so when we have a fixed mindset, we want to avoid failure at all costs because we believe that that tells us that we are failures. Right. But if we have a growth mindset and we believe that we could change, then we were able to see failure as an opportunity to grow and develop. And I just want to start right here for one second, like for a question, it's because I, so I know about those two. And then like, I, I also, um, I listened to a book that was talking about like, you know, how you can uh, definitely see like when, for instance, if you fail in your first business attempt, 
then you think you're a total failure, right? But it's not true. You just failed at the business attempt specific one, right? Yep. It doesn't mean you're a failure. And that's what, you know, people with fixed mindset, obviously they think they're a failure. People with a growth mindset, with a very developed growth mindset are like, yes, I failed. You know, kind of like the mental yep. toughness is their built in. Now, for me, it definitely wasn't. Like for me, I think, I, I'm not, I don't think I came for a fixed mindset 100%, but I was definitely having a lot of those issues, like I'm a failure, at least at the beginning when I really failed in business. So after that, I learned about mindsets and everything. Like I just started learning recently about this. But with my children and to anybody who has children, I'm really now being cautious of when they do something bad to tell them the thing you did was, it was like you were being mean. But then when I say you were being mean, am I treating, uh, do they take it as I'm mean? Or should I say like, and, and so I'm trying to say the thing that you did was mean instead of like putting the mean on them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Is, that, is that right or is that wrong? No, you're exactly right. Yeah, research has found that this fixed and growth mindsets get shaped really early in our lives because of how our parents compliment us or treat us. Awesome. So when they, then they say, oh, you're so smart, that puts a label on us. And we want to try to live up to that label. Uh, and, and that forces us to develop a fixed mindset. But when we're complimented with, Oh, that you put in a lot of effort that shapes more of a growth mindset. Uh, so another exercise that I do with my kids is uh, at the dinner table, I'll ask him, did you make a mistake today? And it just cues them into look, mistakes are normal. Uh, challenges occur. And then how do we, how do we navigate them moving forward? And so some regular interventions over time shift and change the mindsets. Uh, and, and so that's, that's a practice we're trying to do as well. Cool. And I, I think we can definitely have a full conversation on, on children, I guess, if you have kids as well. By the way, how old are you? Uh, seven and four. Seven and four. Awesome. So mine is like six and four. Mine are six. Okay. And four. Gotcha. Boy and girl. Boy and boy. Uh, girl boy. Girl boy. Me too. So, all right. <laughs> uh, all right. So we can talk about that for hours, I guess. But uh, yeah, I want to shift the conversation back to the four the types of mindset. So um, we said fixed versus growth. What's next? So next is closed versus open. So when we have a closed mindset, we're close to the ideas and suggestions of others. When we have an open mindset, we're open to the ideas and suggestions of others. And being open doesn't mean that we just go with whatever other people say. The, the key here is we can have a strong back, but what is important is that we have a soft front. And, and the key difference in, between people with these two different mindsets is they value things differently. Those that have a closed mindset, uh, they value being seen as being right. So they want to be seen as being right. They want to have their ideas um, supported. Uh, and, and because they want to have their ideas supported, they're not interested in new perspectives or feedback. Mm -hmm. But those people that have an open mindset, uh, they're not concerned about being seen as being right. They're concerned about finding truth and thinking optimally. Foundationally, they believe that they could be wrong. And because of that, they want to try to gain as much information to ensure that they, they're on the right track. And when we, when we believe that we can be wrong and we want to think optimally, that leads us to seek out new ideas, new perspectives, and feedback um, and, and allows us to be open to the ideas and suggestions of others. Do you, do you think it's dangerous to be open to the suggestions of others in a way? I mean, one of the things that I 
like personally did is um, back when I started, when I, ca- when I came out of my, like I had a very rough beginning. Um, I don't know if you've heard the episode of uh, me being interviewed by Pat Flynn on SPI, but basically my story is like I was definitely a business failure. <laughs> and then I hired a coach from the States, flew him to Israel and Kelvin Wayman, and he helped me build a vision. And, and with that vision, I, like, and, and he t- started talking to me about, about mindset and mental toughness and like that's the first thing that opened me up to all of this and it was great and when I saw this was working I'm like I'm getting coaches in my corner for one like and so in 2018 I built my first six-figure multiple six-figure business and I, I spent 70k on coaching and masterminds 70k and it's a huge number for me at least yeah. um, and it's and then like in 2019 I had a crash in January uh, January, February for me, like the end of uh, January until like the end of February, I had a, a huge crash in business. And that was the point where I said, coaches can't help me. It's just me, <laughs> you know? And then uh-huh. that's when I realized I can't always, when I have a problem, rely on other people's feedback to tell me what to do. I just can't. Like, I'm, and that's my time now to stop relying on others' external feedback. I'm not going to stop coaching. I think it's one of the most important things ever. But definitely, I, I understood the, the, the danger of listening to, not listening to, it's not the listening, the listening is easy. The, the reaching out every time you have a problem, the, the being rely, relying on other people's like smarter than you's uh, feedback for, for success. It's in you, right? Um, so, I don't know. Like, what's your take on this? <laughs> yeah, so, I, again, I, I think it's important that we can have a soft back, but it's important to have a soft front. And it's not like we're having to rely upon other people. It's just when we get to the point where we're saying, I need to make some uh, strategic decisions about which path to go down, then we are open to the ideas and suggestions of others. So, we, we yeah. say, here's what I think I need to do. But I believe that I could be wrong. So let me talk to a variety of folks and see what they have to say. And I use that information to help ensure that my thinking is as optimal as it can be. So when we, when we start to think that my way is the best way, then, then we close ourselves to the ideas and suggestions of others. And maybe it, it could be that somebody's suggestion could really shape or enhance our business. And my guess is that based upon your experience with coaches, there's been times in which those coaches have given you a suggestion that I would have never thought of that had I not talked to you. And that, and that led me down a path that, that uh, was very beneficial for me at that time. Right. Um, and so we, we can't just, we're never going to be able to reach the levels of success that we want to, unless we're willing to be open to the ideas and suggestions of others, because yeah. There's people that have been where we want to go and, and we need their perspective. And I think that's, that's the reason why people listen to your podcast. That's the reason why people listen to podcasts in general is okay. they, they want to just be open to new ideas and suggestions that could be a game changer for them. All right. All right. Okay, cool. So we're talking about like open versus closed, right? Yep. All right. What's the next? Next one is prevention versus promotion. So when we have a prevention mindset, we're focused on not losing. When we have a promotion mindset, we're focused on winning and gains. And I think the best way to describe the difference between these two is if we imagine that we're a ship captain in the middle of the ocean. And if we're a ship captain in the middle of the ocean with a prevention mindset, our number one focus is on not sinking. So we don't want any problems to occur. 
We don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to take any risk. We just want to maintain the status quo. Mm -hmm. But when we have a promotion mindset, uh, it's not that we're not concerned about sinking because we are, but our number one focus is on a destination and getting towards that destination. And when we have that focus, we're willing to anticipate problems and we're willing to take risks. And, And the big difference between these two is when we have a prevention mindset, we get blown about by the winds of the currents of the sea and we end up in a destination that we didn't choose. It's essentially the course of least resistance. But when we have a promotion mindset, we we now become willing to brave the winds of the currents of the sea and get to the destination of our design, uh, our our proactive design. And so that's uh, prevention is this path of least resistance, whereas promotion is I'm taking the path of resistance because that's the only way that I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the elevation that I want to. Wow, that's that goes one to one with a theory that I have, which I call the boat theory, and I talk about it like so. Everybody listening to the podcast already probably heard me talking about it like a thousand times. But if you haven't, if you're new to the podcast, so I'll tell you about it. So I'm saying like always, I say to people like we are all just like an inflatable boat in the ocean. Like that's how we grew up with our families inside the inflatable boat. At one uh, point in time, they give us our own inflatable boat and put us on it. And then uh, we're on for our, you know, near our parents' boat, and we're all in a current. From the day we were born, we're in a current with our surroundings, with our friends, with our families. And that current, everybody teaches us in life, our parents and our uh, schools. They teach us usually that you'll find nice islands along the way. Stay close to us. Nobody wants you to get hurt, so don't get out of the current. Nobody wants you to really stand out. Your friends want you near. Your uh, families want you safe. So everybody tells you, stay in the current with us. All is good, right? Nobody Mm -hmm. actually teaches you that you have pedals, that you can pick up a pedal and row, but nobody teaches you that. And most people are growing up their whole entire lives just like that. But the fact is that deep down inside, we're conquerors. Like we're conquerors. We want to reach islands and we know that the islands that we want are not in the current. Maybe they are, maybe, but it's like almost no chance. And we definitely know that if we want to reach those islands, we can open our compass, which is our conscience in a way inside of us already and know that the general direction is that way. We don't know exactly if we're right or wrong. We might be wrong, but we know the general directions of the islands that we want is that way. So we know we need to get there. But nobody teaches us that we need to pick the pedal up and steer. And those that do actually reach greatness. And then there's a whole world that opens up to you, right? And then you start steering. Of course, you can drown. Of course, it's not safe. Of course, it's out of your comfort zone. But if you row, then you learn the ocean. And yeah, you get hit by, you know, waves every once in a while by a storm. That's when you have to learn to put the pedals down. You know, when you get sick, if you're an entrepreneur, you need to know to just like put down your laptop and go to rest. And, And then... If we're in a marriage, then we have um, our spouse with us in the same boat. And then we both need to know and be in sync always on, on our islands. And then, because if we don't, we each row in different directions. And what happens to a boat that is rowed in different directions? It's like, it goes in the same place or worse, right? yep. flips, divorce. Yep. So basically, like, we need to make sure that we're in sync. So anyway, anyways, it goes one on one with this theory. So thank you for saying no, that. No, I love it. I, yeah, I love that analogy. And, and let me just kind of 
Um, because I, I think this is uh, probably a sticky point for a lot of your audiences. And it, it was for me because I look back on my life and I feel like once I learned about this prevention promotion mindsets, I realized that most of my life I've been in this prevention mindset. I've been stuck in the current, as you mentioned. And, and I've done, I feel like I've done some pretty cool stuff being in the current. I mean, I got a, I got a PhD in organizational behavior from Indiana university, but, but still I was in the current. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily realize it in, until I started learning about mindsets. And at the time, I, I took a one-year leave of absence from the university I, I've been working at, and I did some consulting work with Gallup. And then when I came back from Gallup to the university, I still had this itch to engage in consulting. Um, and then I ha also had an itch to write a book. I had an itch um, to start kind of enhancing my income in a variety of different ways. In other words, I was thinking, I need to start up a side hustle. But Prior to that time, if you would ever ask me that I, if I would ever be an entrepreneur, I would have said, there's no way I'm going to be an entrepreneur. It's way too risky. Right. And I don't want to, I, I don't want to have that risk. In fact, I mean, I went through all of my undergraduate and graduate school without taking on any debt because I was so risk adverse to debt. Mm -hmm. And so, but I got to this point where I kind of realized I've been in this prevention mindset. And at that time, in fact, I've got the book right next to me. Uh, I met a, a business leader and he handed me this book, which is the five minute journal. Oh, nice. And, oh. and he's like, and I, he handed it to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're giving me a journal. There's no way I'm journaling. But then I opened it up and I, uh, and I see that essentially it's, Five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night, answering questions. In the morning, the questions deal with what are, what are you grateful for? What are things that are going to make today awesome? And then fill in some aspirations about yourself. And then at the end of the day, what are three amazing things that happen? And how could you learn from today? Nice. And this is an example, I think a prime example of a tool that we could use to shift our mindsets because it's a regular intervention. And I realized that as I started to do this on a daily basis, I now started to get more and more focused on my destination and what was my destination and making progress towards that destination because it forced me to say, what am I going to do today to get closer to my destination? And, and as I did this, I started to develop this promotion mindset. And so really what I've been doing, I've been doing my side hustle for less than a year and a half. Um, in this time, I've started up my business. I've written a book that'll, that is, uh, we're just finalizing it. It's set to hit bookshelves in the spring. I have, I have a growing speaking and consulting business. Uh, in fact, one of, one of my big wins for this year is I've been working with a large telecom company in Europe to help uh, their, their top 700 executives develop the positive mindsets. And I'll be heading over to Germany in September to do some workshops with them. Yes. Uh, so I, I feel like I look back and I see my life largely as having this prevention mindset. And with that prevention mindset, I was, I was putting a cap on my potential. Uh, but now I feel like I'm much more stronger on the promotion mindset side. And I feel like the world is my oyster. Um, and, and so I hope that people could use uh, tools like this five minute journal or even just understanding this 
to propel themselves to greater success. That's awesome. And, and um, congrats on, you know, realizing this and um, taking action and like the things that you're doing right now are amazing. And I think like just even, I bet um, the quiz on your website, it's like one part of this uh, revelation and, um, yep. right. And, and like your mission now to change people's, um, to, to educate people on the different types of mindsets and the book that you're writing right now, we'll talk about that soon. But so we, um, it's like just a part of it, right? And, and it causes so much greatness in the world right now. I guess like it really affects other people. And, and then now you getting another podcast and like we having this conversation, probably having a lot more and I love it. So uh, first of all, congrats on everything. Um, yeah, thank you. And, um, yeah, and since you mentioned, let me just put a plug in for this mindset assessment. It's free. It's on yeah. my website, which is ryangoffertson.com. It's 20 questions. And then it produces a individualized and comprehensive report of your mindsets. And, and the, the really great thing in my mind about this is it gives you, it helps you to see where on the continuum of these, the negative to positive mindsets that you stand relative to thousands of other people. So it, it is in a very, it's a very objective uh, assessment of your mindsets that's designed to help you awaken to your mindsets and once we awaken, now we can be empowered to shift them. I love it. And just so you know, I'm making a shortcut for this if you don't want to um, spell out your whole entire link. So it's <laughs> just creativepreneurmagazine.com slash Ryan. And Ryan is with a Y. So uh, creativepreneurmagazine.com slash Ryan. And you guys can find it there. And also on the show notes, uh, wherever you're watching this or listening to this, you, you can find it here as well. So Ryan, we have like just a couple more minutes. We are on the fourth type of mindset. Yeah, we go through this one pretty quick. So the difference is between an inward mindset and an outward mindset. When we have an inward mindset, we see ourselves as being more important than others. And as a consequence, we see others as being objects. But when we have an outward mindset, we see others and their needs and their values as being just as important as our own. And when we have that mindset, we're able to see others as people and value them as such. And this is uh, earlier I asked the question is, do you think in general that people are doing the best that they can? This is the mindset that that focuses on. Because when we see others as doing the best that we can, we're seeing them as a person. When we see others as not doing the best that we can, we're more inclined to see them as an object. And, and so this really shapes the relationships that we have, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's in uh, some sort of social venue is yeah. We're going to be much more successful if we see others as people as opposed to objects. Uh, of course, I've got my book coming out, but if anybody's interested in, in greater information on this particular mindset, there's a group called the Arbinger Institute that has written several books uh, that include Leadership and Self-Deception, Anatomy of Peace, and The Outward Mindsets. And, and all of those books are really fantastic books. And in fact, in my research that I've engaged in, one of the things that I found is from a leadership standpoint and the leader's effect on those that they lead, this set of mindsets has the strongest effect on organizational outcomes like psychological safety or trust or inclusiveness. Wow. Uh, and, and so this is a very, this is a very critical mindset to focus on because yeah. really it's all about relationships and, and yeah. relationships determine success. Um, and, and so that's the fourth set of mindsets. So how can we develop that type of mindset to be more focused on people and, and like 
because I see it everywhere I go. I see it also in my profession as a, like I'm, my, I come from a UX background, like user experience. And when I come to startups, most of them think like they're in love with their own product and their own thing. And they don't even think about the users. I'm like, we are not the users, you know? And, and I'm also yeah. like finding that out about myself. Like I'm always trying to think like more about the people around me and the people I'm in contact with. Like, like I don't know, like the, the natural tendencies, if you talk to someone you're like, how can they help me? Or, right, like, how can, and, and they're like, no, it's just the other way around. You need to think, like, how can I help them? And by serving others, you advance in life. So how can you, yeah. how can you um, just basically, like, make sure that comes to full fruition in your life? Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think there's several levels here. So one, the surface level is we just got to learn about it. Uh, right. You know, when I first uh, the, when I first learned about this mindset, I picked up the book Leadership and Self-Deception. And I had, a, I had a very strong inward mindset. And I just believed that, as you kind of mentioned, I believed that my thinking was the best way to think. And I didn't realize that there was a better way to think. And so part of this is just awakening and understanding these things. On the second level is it, we can ask ourselves right, questions on a regular basis, such as, Am I seeing them as a person or an object? Am I being inward or am I being outward? So just little introspective questions could be really helpful. Yeah. But then I also think that there's a lot of value in diving a little bit deeper um, into, in, into learning about these things. So there, as I mentioned, there, I, I gave you three different books there. And, and those will go into a lot of depth just to understand the dynamics that play out when we have an inward versus an outward mindset. And the more yeah. we understand those dynamics, I think the more empowered we are to shift. Definitely. I think it's just, uh, so like everything you just said was amazing. I, I really would love to dig deep in and like bring you on again, I think for maybe more extensive talk and we can also get in topics of, of raising children. I think that would be an amazing yeah. conversation. So let's call this part one because definitely it leaves, you know, a taste of more. and. A couple more things before we go is like one i want you to talk about your book for a second and let us know like what what's your um what's the book that you're that you're coming out with and when is it coming out yeah so the book is success mindsets the key to unlocking greater success in your life work and leadership uh so i just in the final editing stage of that it'll go into a publisher by the end of the month i'll get some pre pre-release copies this fall um, I'm going to have an incentive for, for individuals or organizations that if they buy a certain number of copies, then uh, I, I would be willing to do a training for free on mindsets. Cool. Uh, and then it, it'll officially hit book, bookstores uh, probably late spring of next year or end of April, early May. Okay, got it. So when that comes out, we'll definitely update the community. And also, where can people, uh, you know, before what, where can people find you? Um, I, I, I want to ask you, like, if I want to learn more, like, and, and I, re I just read, by the way, you are, you are the placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was amazing. It was so good. Yeah, so he's a great author. Yeah. So what kind of books should, do you think I should read or like other entrepreneurs here listening should read to learn yeah. more? Yeah. Yeah. So um, for fixed and growth, uh, there's a book uh, called Mindsets by Carol Dweck, which is, she's kind of the pioneer of mindset research. Uh, okay. So that's a, that's a fantastic book and more. And that's kind of for everybody. Uh, I, I think entrepreneurs will really love creativity Inc by Ed Catmull. 
So Ed Catmull's the president of Pixar Animation. And when Disney bought out Pixar, he became president of Pixar Animation. And I think that that book is the best business book I've ever read. So huge plug to that that book. Another great book that I love is called Principles by Ray Dalio. Oh, I, I read that one. Yeah, so that that's really a big focus on this closed versus open mindsets mentality. Uh, I talked about uh, books associated with the uh, Arbinger Institute, right. uh, and I think that those uh, there. I mean, there's others, and if you take the assessment, you'll get some other specific plugs. But for me, those are you know, if if you've got a limited capacity to read books, those are the books I would focus on. All right, cool, awesome. So yeah, great books, and uh, I heard about Creativity Inc. Going to read it for sure. It's on my list. Um, Arbigen Institute. I haven't heard actually, so I'll definitely check that out. And uh, Mindsets by Carol Dweck. I have one book that I started reading, and it was talking about the fixed versus growth, but I'm not sure it was this one. Anyways, people, hear this out and get those books, read them before, and then uh, be sure to get Ryan's book when it comes out. So where can people find you? Yeah, so my website, ryangotfordson.com, or also on LinkedIn are probably the two best ways to connect with me. And I'd love to connect with anybody and, and, and chat further. That'd be great. Awesome. LinkedIn. All right. Do you have Instagram or Facebook? Are you active on those platforms? I I do, but I feel like, um, and I would be happy to connect through those uh, portals as well. It's just my target audience doesn't spend much time there, I'm finding. (laughs) Okay. Got it. All right. We we spend much time there. Like uh, this community, by the way, like we spend a lot on like Instagram, Facebook. So I guess some Twitter as well. But LinkedIn, definitely a link to LinkedIn, a link to your website. I'll find those other platforms, a link to them as well. So Ryan, dude, it's been so amazing talking to you. Um, it's been For good, sure. But it's been definitely full of value. And um, I'm definitely going to bring you on again. So that's, that's a given. So um, dude, Let's thank do you. Let's do it. Well, yeah, we'll, thank you so right. much. <laughs> dude, my pleasure. Bye for now. Yep, we'll talk to you later. Hey everybody, what's up? So this show was off the hook. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I hope you did too. I think mindset is our most important weapon and it's so important for us to work on it constantly. And one of the first things to understand the types of mindset and I actually didn't know there were four. I hope you learned from this and that you took something out of to your own life. Um, take the quiz. The quiz is amazing. I did it and it's very impressive. So enjoy everybody. And if you like this show, please rate us on iTunes today. This is a different uh, call to action than rest. Please rate this show on iTunes. It means so much to us. We're working hard to make the show the best show possible. So um, if you like the show, just, you know, um, if you can, when you get to the office or when you get to a place where you can just like stop for a moment, launch um, Apple podcast and review the show. So thank you so much, everybody, and hope to see you on the next episode. Cheers. But if we have a growth mindset, we believe that we could change that we were able to see failure as an opportunity to grow and develop. It's all about relationships, and, and relationships determine success.